Yo, what up? <laughs> this is Brittany Geneva back for another episode of Geneva Says. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. Happy this is the year I'm going to finally get it together. And I can prove it. More on that later. But happy this is the year that you're going to get consistent Geneva Says episodes. I said it. I said it. I know I've said that before. It doesn't matter. Today is a new day. <laughs> and now believe believe this day. Don't listen to the other days. <laughs> um, I hope everyone had a wonderful end of their year. I hope everybody got to take a break. You relaxed, you recharged, you spent time with people you care about. And now we are back in it. 2023, we're circling back on all of the things that we said we would circle back on in January. So here we are. So of course, as I now realize, like I, I pretty much do every year, um, I'll just do a little podcast, just sort of recapping, you know, the year before, um, and, you know, just talk about like my, not my goals, not my resolutions, but just talk about more things. Um, so basically, yeah, 2022 for me was like very hard. That's the headline. It was a rough freaking year. I feel like that's true for a lot of people. If it is not true for you, I'm hating. Um, but for me, it was a rough one because I actually did the best job that I have ever done of choosing myself. And that is a very good thing, but that made my year hard. It actually really was the revelation to me that although healing is a wonderful thing, it hurts in the beginning. Like, why didn't y'all tell me? Like, working through mostly little T, but a little bit of big T trauma has really helped me to get down the road of my healing journey in an amazing way, which I'm so, 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 so happy about. But, whew, dang, you heal and then you realize, oh, my unhealed self enjoyed things that now my healed self can't take. And it hurts, like <laughs> it hurts to let go of that shit. That is what 2022 was for me. It was me really choosing myself, really embracing like, here's what I really need. Here's what my boundaries really are. Here's the things I really can and can't deal with anymore. And now, whew, shit, like, it. okay, so let me give you some examples. So I think the biggest example Actually, I won't even say that. It's just, they're all big. One example is with work. Obviously, my love, hate, slash mostly hate relationship with work that has been ongoing for many years. And I, but I have always in my unhealed space been driven by accomplishment and moving up the ladder and bigger titles and more money and, and promotions and just, you know, that sort of thing in a way that has long caused me to not have proper boundaries at work, not 
you know, I, I would allow work to take over my life. I would, um, you know, just be all about work in, in service of that promotion or that, you know, raise or that bonus or whatever. And I literally hit the wall with it in 2022. Like I literally hit a wall. Like I'm currently a vice president at my firm and I've been, I've been a VP at my previous firm. And then at my current firm, because I made a lateral move, I've been a VP for kind of a long time now. And it's certainly time to get up to that SVP. And so I started talking to my manager about that and like, you know, I'm really trying to make this move. And she's like, okay, here's the things that, that need to be done. And as I started to really key in on those and be like, okay, like I'm on my SVP path right now. Like, let's go. It was, it was killing me. You all, like I was crying after work days and getting up extra early and staying online extra late and like being on meetings all day, every day, like no time to even go to the bathroom or go have lunch or just, I mean, it was just so crazy. And I'm like, so you mean to tell me that other SVP that, well, not other SVPs, cause I'm not one, but like SVPs are doing this. Like, is this what they're doing? And I literally actually like had calls with people who were either SVPs or VPs who I knew were about to get promoted. And I'm like, give me the secret sauce. Like, what am I missing? Why is this so hard for me? Why are you able to seemingly do this so well? And they all said the same thing, which was some combination of, I don't really have a life outside of work and I don't like it. Like one of them told me, oh, I'm about to quit. And he actually, and he did probably like six months later. The other one said, oh, this shit like sucks. I don't like it, but it's just, I've been doing it for so long and I just know how to do it. And the other one basically said the same thing. Like she, the, the other two basically said like, oh, I don't, I don't like this. This is just, I've, I've gotten used to it essentially, which led me to believe that like, okay, if I were to keep going on this path, eventually I would just like get used to it. And I just really was like, no, like I, that was the moment when I literally started thinking to myself, like, do I really want this promotion? Like, let's say I do everything I need to do to be able to get to SVP. I get the promotion and then this is my life. These women don't have lives outside of work. They just told me I have a life outside of work and I'm trying to have a bigger life outside of work. Like, what do you mean? I don't want that for my life. I don't want to actively be like, oh yeah, I hate this, but I do it anyway. Like what the fuck? So I literally just started without even realizing it, like rejecting this path I had been on for years of like, we're moving up, we're moving up, we're moving up because I, I now know because my healed self was like starting to say, yeah, no, this is not choosing you. Like if you are, if you go down this path, you are going to suffer. So don't go down that path. And I started to think, you know, should I leave the job? There are things I really like about the job, so I don't want to leave it. But should I, if this is the only path for me? And thankfully, my mom, who, you know, what would I do without her? She was like, why don't you just see if you can have like a leave of absence? And so I actually was able to get a six week 
unpaid leave of absence. So that's what I referred to as my sabbatical. And that was an extremely, I mean, that was a pivotal time. Like shout out to my amazing bestie, Antonio, who got me this great book that I read during, during that time that really helped give me a lot of clarity, um, called designing your life. Very, very good book. Um, and actually one of the biggest takeaways, this is so simple, but one of the biggest takeaways from the book is like, there's no one right path. Like relieve yourself from the pressure that you have to pick the path for your life or else you will fail. There are many paths you can take. This book is designed to help you identify a few of them and then just try them out. And if the first one isn't what you wanted, then try the second one. And it, it's just very, the book is very freeing and empowering around like, you should try lots of things and you should not consider yourself bound to any one, you know, thing that you have to do. So anyways, great book. Read it if you are, you know, having some questions about where you are. But at any rate, it was a great, great, great time off that passed by way too fast. And the test for me was, when I go back to work, am I going to feel refreshed and renewed and ready to jump back in? Or am I going to immediately feel down because I'm back to the grind? And it was certainly the latter. Like I got back in and I was like, fuck, like, did I even have the six weeks off? Like it was just right back to the shit. And even with like, you know, me taking my foot off the gas of like, I got to get to SVP. It was still just like, but even at VP, I'm working my fucking ass off, you know? So I was just like, it's too much. So completely like, I did not plan this. I did not like script it out. I didn't think about it too much before I did it. I just went to my manager on the day of my performance review, which was like not a very good review for all the reasons, because I clearly was overwhelmed for a lot of the year. And I said, yeah, I don't think I can keep doing this. (laughs) So I said, it it doesn't even make sense for us to do this review because I would be lying to you if I said, oh yeah, I'm going to do much better in 2023. Like it's going to be the same, sis. Like I'm still not able to manage all of the things. Like y'all want every moment to be filled. Y'all want every free space to have something in it, whether it's a meeting, whether it's a some internal working group, whether it's the actual client work. Oh yeah. You know, that part, whether it's managing another person, like y'all don't let anything just breathe. You just pile on people until they literally can barely move. And I can't take that, but I do like the work. I do like the actual client work that we do. So is there a way that I can only do that? I mean, honestly, and then I don't want to manage people anymore. I don't want to be on internal work committees. I don't want to do all of the things that, you know, high level managers typically do. I just want to do the work. (laughs) I'm sorry. And thankfully we work something out and I now work part-time doing exactly what I said. And I am so freaking thankful that my healed self was able to actually advocate for myself and be unequivocal about this is what I need. And my manager said to me, Brittany, I am so freaking proud of you because I, there's a time where I don't think you would have been able to have this kind of conversation with me. And she's like, 
I'm just so thankful that you said what you needed. And now I'm going to figure out how to get you what you need. And I'm just like, ugh, mind blown that, that we're actually here. And this is amazing, y'all. This is a positive story. I'm so happy. But let me tell you what, I still have pain. I still have pain around the fact that I'm not an SVP. I really want to freaking be an SVP. Everyone around me who started, we started as VPs together, they have gotten promoted. People who have started who were more junior than me, now they are VPs. Now we're the same. I feel like I'm not moving. And that's the, that's the, the hurt part within the healing because my unhealed self still has that like, okay, but we need to be moving up. But my healed self is like, no, like, sorry, we got to just do what we're doing right now because it's working. I've been doing this part-time thing for a little while now and it's great. Like it's 11 or 10 something on Thursday morning and I am doing this podcast and not working because I have time. I have time to do this and then log on a little bit later. So this is the right thing for me but there's still that pain. There's still that hurt of like, dang, but now I feel like, you know, I've give, I've given up something that used to really matter to me. And that just is hard, but necessary. And I think as I think about the other really big example of this, of course, is in romantic relationships. I mean, y'all have seen the tweets. They're so relatable. When you start choosing yourself, your phone is dry. It's dry. The phone, there's nothing on it when you cut off the bullshit because 99% of these men only come with bullshit. And when you say, well, that's not going to work for me and you mean it. Oh, okay. Well, they on to the next one. Wow. Okay. I don't got no texts. Oh, I don't got no DMs. It's just, okay. But <laughs> so my healed self is making sure that I'm not settling for bullshit. Thank you. Thank you self for doing that. My unhealed self is back there like, oh my gosh, this is lonely. This is boring. You know, I can't, I can't just entertain that one situation for that one, you know, just for a little bit so I can have something going on. But when you're actually like in a more healed place, you, you can't like, it's not even a choice that you make. It's actually like in your body. Like, it's not that I'm saying, I'm choosing not to do this anymore. It's literally like, I'm not able to do this anymore. It, it's, it's so profound how like, when that change actually takes place in you, it's not a choice. It is, it is intrinsic. Like now I can't take the bullshit. Like my physical body <laughs> is unable to receive it. So if it comes my way, I'm like, no, like I can't. I have to block this number. I have to ignore this text. I have to, it, I just can't do it. So that is wonderful and beautiful. And I love it for me, but it is hard to finally cut somebody off who you've been dealing with for a really long time, or finally accept that this relationship it is is not going to evolve past the point that it's at, or finally, or, you know, deal with the fact that like you used to be out thoughting and bopping and now like you home, you know, with 
with your dog Coco. So, <laughs> so it's healing, but it hurts. And for anybody who was like going through this too, like I, I, I wish I could even say like it gets better because I'm sure it does. It just hasn't necessarily for me yet. I, I hope and pray and believe that it will in 2023, but I haven't gotten there yet. I'm still in the place of like, Ooh, it hurts. I am so glad that I've chosen myself. I am so glad that I've advocated for myself and that I've known myself and I've enforced my boundaries and I have made clear my needs and it still hurts. It really does. It is painful to see what I have lost in my healing, even though these are things that need to be lost. They are things that need to go away and never come back, but it still hurts. <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that it's difficult to actually make that turn and make that pivot to what your new healed life looks like. So that is all from me. Can anybody relate? Can anybody like understand what I'm talking about? If you can, let me know, hit me up. I'm on social media, Brittany underscore Geneva. And I also am on um, Instagram. The podcast is at the Geneva says. Um, I will be bringing you more podcast content. I will be bringing you more other types of content as well on that page, which I'm really excited about. I have a lot of things planned. The content is about to go crazy. I'm inspired by my friend Kirk Brown, who just posted about the million brand deals that he did in 2022, because he is constantly pumping out the content. And I'm like, I just want to be like you when I grow up, Kirk. Okay. Uh, but I really appreciate you guys for listening, of course, as always, and supporting me. And um, you're my favorites. And I love you. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.